NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 801 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. We are halfway through our work week, guys, and we continue to grind out there in the arena. Uh, looking back toward yesterday, 4-3. and three. However, because of some of these minus numbers, and the Padres, by the way, completely blowing it for us, uh, having a 5-1 lead and dropping fly balls and right and giving up about 35 stolen bases in a row. That was a frustrating one to start, but we grinded through it. Uh, four and three minus 0.17 units. So pretty much a wash there. Uh, but did have some nice hits there. Seattle cracking to the over. Got that one. Thank you to Matty Beneers, uh, who was looking pretty good for the Calder trophy, the rookie of the year in the NHL. I think he's like minus 500 minus a thousand got him. I think plus 250. Uh, he had an empty net goal there to secure the win. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays came through. They actually had a lead. They blew it. They scored a million runs in the ninth to get us a win, which was nice. The Mariners came through late night. And then the one that I really enjoyed we got a little bit lucky here. Maybe maybe luck goes your way sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. But the Boston Celtics dancing with the one who brung you. Uh, got nervous with that one, obviously, because uh, I took the shot of, hey, and this is why I think NBA betting is the hardest sport to bet on, in my personal opinion, uh, because you don't know about these injuries. And these guys never play. Oh, they play and then they don't play. They're just very unpredictable. And I actually saw something. There's going to be a new CBA, and I think this is a great idea where you can't get any of the awards, and I don't know if you can get a max contract if you play less than 65 games a year. So hopefully that incentivizes a lot of players to not just sit out every game because I feel like you know NHL, uh, you know, even baseball, base, a lot of baseball players are uh, kind of considered soft. And then obviously football, the toughest, along with hockey, you know, you pretty much know who's going to play each game. Uh, NBA, you got no clue. But luckily, we got kind of uh, kind of the, the breaks going our way there in the Boston Celtics game. They end up losing by two. Uh, got a plus two and a half there, a bad plus two and a half, because if you guys noticed, Jalen Brown, who I thought was going to play, then magically he's totally fine to play tonight. So just infuriating uh, from a Celtics perspective. He can't play last night, but he can play tonight, and now maybe Tatum's out tonight anyway. Total side note, uh, that game was Celtics plus two and a half. 
Jalen Brown was out. It got all the way up to four. So I had a lot of people DM me, say, hey, what do you do in these situations? Uh, I'll let you guys know how I handle them, but it's always dance with the one who brung you. If little Samantha invites me as a sixth grader to the Sadie Hawkins dance, I'm damn well going to be dancing with Samantha in the, in the, uh, in the final, uh, the final song of the night, which I don't know if you guys remember, uh, middle school dances, but, uh, they're like mummies. You kind of just, you know, you go with like your hands on the other person's shoulders. And I remember uh, stairway to heaven, uh, was the last song at the Sadie Hawkins dance. And I danced with a girl named Natalie, just, you know, going back there. But anyway, Natalie, Samantha, they invite you to the, to the dance. You better dance with them. You better not stand them up or try to go for a cuter girl. Uh, whole point being you stick with the original bet. Got lucky there with the Celtics. Obviously, they uh, lost by two, so covered the two and a half. But a lot of people said, hey, what do you do? Do I take the four now? Um, you know, do I go money line with the Sixers? Um, that was just a nice hit because there's actually come some breaks late where there was a turnover and Celtics hit a huge three. Derek White, I thought he got fouled too. They didn't call the foul, but uh, Celtics eke out a two-point loss. I was hoping for a win. So we were able to get the Celtics, which was nice. Side note. MVP, pretty much done with. Joker Joker tickets, you can probably rip those up. Uh, but after last night, Embiid was absolutely unstoppable, 50 points. I think he's now minus 700 to win the MVP. So what are you going to do? Uh, took a shot, couldn't come through with Joker. Uh, but anyway, uh, got the Celtics. And then looking toward our losers, Padres obviously were frustrating. They had a 5-1 lead. You're always excited about your first bet of the day. Just get a winner, get a get a dub under your belt, hopefully get some momentum going. So Padres blew a 5-1 lead late. They're a bullpen, and their right fielder, Dahl, dropped a fly ball, just pathetic. Uh, but then also, uh, Red Sox over 9. I got clipped there. I just kind of fell in love with the Red Sox over trend. Probably a dumb bet by me. Uh, although they did have three runs in the first two innings and didn't score pretty much at all the rest of the game. Then Edmonton over 6.5. Couldn't get that one. They just had no goals through, I think, like the first half of the game. But either way, 4-3. and three, Minus 0.17 units. So small, tiny loss. That's all right. We're grinding. See if we can get back at it today. So looking toward today, guys, this pod is probably going to be a little bit shorter than usual just because the slate today, uh, there's a ton of day baseball. So partly it's that I don't have as many games for you today, uh, but it's also that I got to get back to sweating these games watching on TV. So that that's partly a selfish reason of mine uh, to check these plays that we've been, or that I wrote about in the sharp report and talked about on follow the money this morning. Uh, but a lot of day sweats. I would just kind of remind you guys that in order to get those early games, cause you know, the scheduling of the pod, you have morning bets in the morning, which I do. And then market insights comes out around three o'clock, but for those early games, one o'clock games, just, you know, a note to remember for the rest of the season, um, check out the, the morning bets pod in the sharp report. I will touch on those one o'clock games uh, that come up before the pod. So I got a few in pocket right now that I'm sweating. Uh, but we do have three bets today. I have one in major league baseball. I have one in the NBA and I have one in the NHL. So, uh, three here to, to talk about. Hopefully we can get two or more, uh, and have a, uh, have a profitable day here. Uh, that is the goal as always, but reminder guys, before we dive into our sweats for today, uh, quick housekeeping as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Once you go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, put in your email, hit submit. Then you'll wake up every morning. You'll be on the listserv to get our great sports betting updates every single day when you're making your coffee and your bacon and eggs. Let you know exactly what's going on at VEASAN and, of course, across the sports betting market. So uh, today's newsletter had some great content on the Masters, uh, biggest golf tournament here, uh, first major of the year. So Wes Reynolds, who is uh, one of the sharpest guys I know and crushes it with Masters and just golf in general. Uh, great breakdown from Wes Reynolds. I'm not going to hit on too much Masters. I'm just not really a golf guy, but that doesn't mean that you can't utilize VEASAN's other great, fantastic analysts here to help you cash some bets. So I would check out that article from Wes. Uh, Kevin Roth, uh, who does some great stuff with sports betting uh, weather-based systems, he said uh, Saturday is going to be pretty bad weather day. So just some insights here. You also get from Wes, Dave Tooley, Matt Brown, and even Brent Musburger. 
uh, looking at some uh, some different Masters tournament opportunities here. Uh, you also get in the newsletter today, Gil Alexander's beating the book uh, with the Masters Megapod, so I checked that out. It's a lot of coverage for Masters if you want to bet it. Uh, and then you also get um, links to all of our articles here, MLB betting tips from Adam Burke, my daily sharp report, just grinding MLB every day, Dave Tooley's takes, as well as promos for legal sports books, links to all of our podcasts, all included when you sign up for the newsletter, vcin.com slash newsletter. Get it to your inbox every single morning. And then, of course, if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you need access to accurate, reliable insights, best bet picks, live stream of all the VEASAN shows. You also get those great DraftKings percentages, uh, all included here when you become a VEASAN member. So only $9.99, great offer, guys, only $10. Uh, once you do that, you'll, get, you'll become the member or you'll become a pro member and get exactly what I talked about, all those best bets sent to your inbox, watch all the VEASAN shows, uh, all the articles behind the paywall, DraftKings percentages, as I, as I mentioned, all included along with all of our betting guides, which can definitely be uh, very, very helpful here. So uh, become a member. Great time right now, nine ninety nine. You get all these sports, you know, creep into the playoffs here. NHL, NBA, baseball's in full swing. NFL draft. I've kind of put that on the back burner, but I'm gonna start to look at some late steam here for a lot of these uh, plays. Remembering last year with Stingley, third overall. Uh, I think it was third overall, but came out of nowhere. So late steam to me. It's like, hey, you want to get these numbers early, like Jokic, and then maybe you want to wait late, see where it goes, like Embiid. So uh, again, it's kind of a, a tough call, but I will be having a bunch of NFL draft prop bets for you uh, over the next couple weeks. I think we're what, three weeks away from the draft, something like that. Uh, but anyway, sign up, become a member, vsan.com slash subscribe. Lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting convo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet and move the line. So obviously injuries are one of the biggest things that we uh, can get first from Twitter. Following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message other bettors and communicate and talk about bets. Uh, And then, of course, you can look at MLB, uh, lineups coming out. Uh, You can also get scratch, scratch starting pitchers, NBA load management, all included uh, as a free resource when you become a Twitter user. So make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. There, uh, there we have it, guys. Um, let's run through our plays for today. As I mentioned, a lot of day sweats, um, but I do have three bets for you today that we, uh, that we should talk about. So let's start off with a little bit of Major League Baseball. First off, who loves betting MLB all day? I do. I do, I do, I do. I don't love when Seattle, or sorry, when the Padres uh, have a 5-1 lead and completely blow it. And also, Bob Melvin... This is just me just ranting because, again, that's a difference between a 4-3 and three minus 0.17 unit night and a 5-2 and two, uh, win a couple units night. So, anyway, Bob Melvin, who I thought was this great manager, he left those guys in the bullpen in way too long. I'm like, pull this guy. He's getting walk after walk, and he just leaves him in there. So, uh, Bob Melvin, you're on my no-bet list, although maybe look towards some of these overs uh, with the Padres. Good weather, good hitting, not great pitching. Uh, and also, why don't you bring in Josh Hader in the eighth inning? Again, you got to get to the ninth, but it doesn't matter if you're down in the ninth. You're up uh, in the uh, in the in the in going into the eighth. So anyway, I'm still uh, still a little bit bitter about that uh, Padres uh, loss there because again, five one in the eighth, you should win that game. But hey, that's baseball. Anyway, first bet for me, guys. Although I do have a bunch of sweats here uh, ongoing right now uh, from the morning bets pod and from the follow the money appearance this morning uh, on the sharp report, but. One game that caught my eye a little bit later today, uh, it's a 4 o'clock game, 4-10. It's the Angels against the Seattle Mariners. So obviously had Seattle last night, came through for the team, which was great. Good pitching matchup today, Chris Flexen against uh, the stud, Shohei Otani. Uh, now, am I going to lay a minus 165, minus 170 with Otani? No, I'm not going to do it. 
Uh, big public play. Line really, really hasn't moved at all. It's even dipped at some shops. I was kind of intrigued by maybe Seattle with some plus money at home. But what I do like about this one is I'm taking a shot on the over. Give me the over seven in this one. Shop around. Got to find the seven. There's a lot of sevens out there. There's some seven and a half though with the line creeping up. So hopefully the pod can get out in time and you can find that seven. This is, again, another reminder of having multiple outs, being able to shop for the best line. But whole point being here, 4-3 game, I want to push that. I don't want to lose it if I'm on over 7.5. So there's 7s out there, 7 over, minus 120. Uh, this game actually opened at 7, uh, minus 110 both sides, so pretty much even on the total. And now it's 7 over, minus 120, minus 125. So a lot of liability here uh, to this over. Uh, over so far this season, guys, we're really starting to see it pick up with these rule changes, you know, pace of play is, is really ticking up as well as these bigger bases, more steals and really banning the shift. You're getting more balls that, you know, are getting a, a little bleeder up the middle versus before the, they ban the shift to be right to a guy. So we have seen so far overs 45 and 33, 58% been pretty good here to sweat these overs. Uh, also, it's a bit of a contrarian over um, with Otani, you know, Otani's on the bump. You expect him to have a, you know, a, sh a shutout here, three, nothing and hit a home run. So just taking an Otani over, typically you're going to get a lot of parlays of, you know, Otani in the under. So I kind of like that angle of going the other way a bit. You also have the roof opened uh, at Seattle. Used to be Safeco. What's it called now? I know it's a cell phone name. What is it? Yeah, T-Mobile. Uh, but you do have, as of now, the roof open, about 55 degrees, wind blowing out, about 10 miles per hour. So a little bit of weather uh, with the wind blowing out here. Um, also, you have the Angels 3-2 and two to the over so far. Seattle 4-2 and two to the over so far. And so far this series, the over is 2-0. Uh, we have seen both, both bullpens pretty taxed here. So if we can get to the pens, maybe we get some uh, runs late. But the Angels, uh, in their last 11 games, their bullpen has pitched 11 innings. The Seattle Mariners' last three games, their bullpen has pitched 13 innings. So a couple good starters on the bump here. I know it's kind of counterintuitive. Good starters just take the under. Uh, but why is this thing getting juiced up? Why are some books even rising up to 7.5? Tells me we have kind of a, a contrarian over opportunity here. And also, I mentioned the totals to the over. They're 58% to start the year. But if the total stays the same or rises, just as long as it doesn't fall, the over is 32 and 20, 62%. So add it all up, guys. I'm going to root for some runs here between uh, the LA Angels and the Seattle Mariners. Give me the over seven. I got over seven at minus 120. Uh, next bet for me. Uh, I told you it's going to be a short one here. We got one play in all the major sports tonight. I'm going to the NBA. And I'm going to take a shot on a buy low, super contrarian, heavily bet primetime LA Clippers play. Give me the Clippers on the money line at minus 150. Uh, they're at home tonight. Uh, against the Lakers. So a couple things going on with this game. Number one, the line has dipped toward the Lakers a bit. Uh, this game opened, I saw some shops, this was all over the place. I saw some shops that were op opening like minus one Clippers, minus two Clippers. Then I saw some shops that were like Clippers minus five. This thing has been really just all over the place. I think it got to, I want to say Clippers minus five. What I'm seeing from DraftKings is that, it, and again, this is kind of tough. Anytime you see uh, you know, a line history, don't just automatically assume that that's the entire market. Compare it to some other books, especially market-setting books. But I was showing basically Clippers open minus 1.5, got up all the way to 5. Now they're back down to minus 3. So this thing has been bopping back and forth. But what hasn't really changed is the fact that Clippers are the really contrarian bet. Uh, Lakers-Clippers is ESPN tonight, 10 o'clock. So just from a heavily bet standpoint, only 33% of bets are on the Clippers. You're getting 67% of bets on the Lakers. So Lakers are the big public play in a heavily bet primetime game. Just from a contrarian standpoint, I'd like to bet against the public there and go with the Clippers in primetime, only getting 33% of bets. So it's a bit of a fade the trendy dog. Uh, only 33% bets, but 57% of the money 
is on the Clippers. So really good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Uh, basically only a third of the tickets, but almost two-thirds of the money, telling us the wagers on the Clippers are those bigger, sharper bets for more respected players. Uh, Clippers also have had the Lakers number this year. They're 3-0 and head-to-head against the Lakers. Uh, they beat them 103-97, 114-101, and 133-115. Then also another reason why I like the Clippers here is a rest advantage. Clippers haven't played since the 1st of March. Uh, you have the Lakers who played last night, and by the way, they played uh, against Utah, and they went to overtime. So they go uh, to overtime, play extra, an extra uh, you know five-minute quarter there, and they then have to travel. And I know technically this is a home game. You know They both play at the – it's not the Staples Center anymore. What is it called? Crypto, something like that. Uh, although I think crypto is going to tank. Maybe I have to change that name too. But anyway, uh, Lakers are on the second leg of a back-to-back. They went to overtime yesterday. They're also playing their third game in four days. And they're kind of an older team here. So uh, with LeBron, Anthony Davis, I think both are questionable. Probably you're seeing this line, you know, get jacked up back and forth, just kind of maybe predicting or, uh, you know, news leaking out that they're going to play or not. There's no confirmation yet. So just another another, another day in the NBA where you don't know if star players are going to play. Don't you love that about the NBA? Uh, anyway, uh, you kind of take a step back, guys. Everyone's on Lakers. Clippers are contrarian in a heavily bet game. They have a huge rest advantage. Lakers are tired, and Clippers are 3-0 head-to-head against the Lakers this year. So add it all up. You want to lay the three, save the juice. I get it. I'm just going money line here. Give me the Clippers to win the damn game on the money line. I got them at minus 150. Uh, Keep on cruising. Last bet of the day, and it's actually a big one. Uh, Going to the NHL. There's only three games today. But if you guys haven't noticed, we're going down to the wire here in the the NHL. And basically, we have uh, pretty good races here for the wild card, especially in the West. So in the West, uh, this game tonight, Calgary against Winnipeg, it's a huge game. Currently, right now, Winnipeg is the number two. And again, there's only two wild cards, the number two wild card. And they're two points ahead of Calgary. So Calgary is desperate. Calgary has to win this game. Winnipeg, by the way, has to win this game to keep Calgary off their back. Uh, So what have we seen across the market here? I'm going Winnipeg Jets, guys. Jets opened uh, as around a minus 120 home favorite. We've now seen the Jets get bet up to around minus 130. So we have about 10 cents of steam in favor of Winnipeg at home. This would match quite a few systems here. Uh, home fave off a win, opponent off a loss, 64% last four seasons. Uh, you also have a rested favorite off a win. That is 65% the last four seasons. And it's another good rest versus tired play because Calgary uh, played last night. Um, Calgary, I think, did who did they lose to? They lost to Chicago, 4-3 at home, and you're a minus 400 favorite in that one. So that was just a really, really tough loss for Calgary. But anyway, they're on the second leg of a back-to-back. Excuse me, they had to travel, and they're also playing their third game in four days. So it's a really tough spot schedule-wise for Calgary. You look at Winnipeg, they haven't played since the second. So they've been off here for three days. So big rest versus tired in favor of the Jets. The Jets are 27 and 15 as a favorite this year. They're 24, 12 and two at home. And Calgary just six and nine as a dog. Uh, you also get offense, defense. Calgary slightly, slightly better offense. 3.2 goals a game versus three. But defensively, hopefully uh, Hellebuck rested and, and good to go. Let's uh, have him pitch a shutout tonight or you know play well. Uh, but he's only, but they're only giving up 2.8 goals a game. Uh, Winnipeg versus 3.1 for Calgary. And last night it was, I think it was Markstrom. So I would expect it to be Vladar tonight, the backup for Calgary. But again, for playoff implications, this is a big game here. And the Lions going to Winnipeg, they're rested. Uh, and this is kind of, I know it's a must win for both teams. Um, but to me, with the rest advantage, the line going to the Jets, this is a good spot here uh, to back Winnipeg. So I wanted to mention this too, a rest versus tired system. Favorite rested versus tired team, 66% this year, 70% 
uh, over the last four seasons. That would match with Winnipeg. So give me the Jets here, guys. I got the Jets at minus 130, along with the Clippers, minus 150, and the Seattle Mariners over seven. Let's get after it, guys. Big night here tonight. Uh, but that about does it. I know it was a shorter pod than usual, but hey, you know, sometimes they're, sometimes the slate, uh, you know, you don't make the slate. The slate, uh, you know, kind of defines how you look at the board each day. Uh, sometimes you got a lot of bets. Sometimes you have a few amount of bets and also the timing of it. When you have these great uh, day games of, you know, nonstop day baseball, you're going to have fewer games later in the day. So uh, with that being said, we're going to rock those three here for today. See we get two or more along with all these games that I know you might be sweating just like me. Uh, so let's see if we can get those uh, morning or those afternoon MLB plays as well. But anyway, guys, uh, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod or the sharp reports that I write or any of the VEASAN appearances that I do, if you enjoy the thought process of uh, looking at sports betting a different way, and again, sports betting is exploding. Uh, we're up to, what, 37 states now that are legal, uh, and I would say it's it's just great for the industry. But also, you know, there are different ways to skin a cat, and a lot of betting that I see uh, is really opinion-based betting. Like, hey, bet the Lakers tonight because they've won four in a row and LeBron's great. Okay, well, mine's going to the Clippers. They're contrarian. System matches, yada, yada, yada. My whole point being, uh, I'm not going to say there's one way that's better than another or the only way to bet on sports. Obviously, if you want to be the best you can be, you want to be professional better. Uh, but I could say I want to be a professional baseball player. doesn't make me a pro baseball player. It's just, you know, there are different ways to skin a cat. you got to find what works for you. So uh, if you enjoy kind of the data-driven approach, taking your bias, leaving leaving it at the door, betting based on data and information and line moves and system plays and percentages versus betting with gut instinct and bias. You know, if that has helped you at all along in your sports betting journey, along with, you know, betting to risk versus betting to win, flat betting, uh, or of course, you know, dog to fave line moves, fade the trendy dog, all these little things that we talk about. If it's helped you at all in your sports betting journey, and you want to let me know that you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena every single day, uh, now up to episode 801, uh, then let me know you appreciate it and make my day, make me happy, buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to support the team, if you have that you know friend in your life or uh, your, your aunt or uncle who lives in uh, Kentucky who just went legal uh, and you want to let them uh, show them the way of, of sharp data-driven contrarian betting, it would really mean a lot to me if you wanted to buy a copy. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking handle records every day in the great state of New York, uh, betting mobile and in person in Massachusetts at the Encore in Boston, Plain Ridge Park Casino, MGM Springfield, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or of course sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy in the crew with one foot in the uh, in the pool, and the, uh, in the other hand you got a sharp contrarian ticket at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, or at the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, my two other favorite books, anytime I'm lucky enough to get out to Vegas, uh, wherever it may be. You're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a couple tickets from last night. Show me a Seattle Mariners ticket, a Tampa Bay Rays ticket, a Seattle Kraken over ticket, a Celtics dance with the one who brung you a plus two and a half ticket. Whatever you do, do not show me that Padres ticket. That really annoyed me. 5-1 lead in the eighth. Again, I'll be tomorrow I'll just, it'll be just totally washed away. I won't even think about it. But 
Uh, are you guys like me? Are you always bitter for like 24 hours when a team blows it for you like that? Uh, usually, you know, ask me a few days from now. It's, I totally won't even remember it. But uh, when you bet thousands of games, you know, for 24 hours and one blows it for you, it kind of eats at you. So damn you, Padres. Uh, but anyway, keep grinding, guys. My parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game, and if we can find that sweet spot, uh, find the games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Wednesday. i got to get back to sweating these uh, these day games here in MLB. Hopefully you're not stuck at work, or maybe you can uh, say, i got to go to the bathroom, B- BRB. Get out of your cubicle, uh, run to the uh, the stall, and go put your bets in, or pop open your app on your phone so you can watch a couple couple uh couple uh you know i don't know a couple couple innings there to get tied in but anyway guys uh, have a great wednesday we'll be back at it tomorrow for thirsty thursday enjoy the sweats and as always do not forget to tip your ticket writer have a great wednesday everyone good luck nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft i'm your host andrew levy and i'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.